And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Our text again is taken from Acts chapter 5. Um, last week we dealt with verse 31. Today I want to look at verse 32. It is amazing though as you go, as you go through the word of God, each of these statements in Acts chapter 5 verse 31 and 32, each of the statements are what we call thematic statements. In other words, they are loaded with information and can be developed into a sermon. There are a lot of keywords in there um, that, as I said, can be developed into a sermon. Again, this is Peter speaking to the Sanhedrin. Defending the faith as we are all called to do. We looked at verse 31 last week. Verse 31 says, he told them that God exalted Jesus to be a prince and a savior. Last week we said a prince means a pioneer. Jesus is the founder of Christianity. Amen. A pioneer, when you're with a pioneer, you got to be on the move because pioneers, they blaze a trail and they leave a path for others to follow. Are you with me? So if Jesus is a pioneer, he's the founder of Christianity, you and I, we've got to be on the move. So we conclude that Christianity is not a parking lot. I get what I'm saying? You cannot just park. You've got to be on the move. Amen? On the move. Empowered and be on the move for the Lord. And then he jumped to verse 32. Verse 32 reads, And we are his witnesses of these things. So Peter is continuing and uh, defending the faith. He said to the Sanhedrin, we are his witnesses. We are Jesus' witnesses of these things. And so is the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey. Not only are we witnesses, we the disciples, but also the Holy Spirit. He is also a witness. Amen. It was in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 that Jesus told his disciples that they would be witnesses for him. You remembered. He said to them in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he said, You shall be witnesses for me both in Jerusalem and in all of Judea, or Judea and Samaria and even to the uttermost parts of the world. I want you to be a witness for me. You remember that? He said that to them. And that was when he said, Do not go anywhere until you are endued what? with power from on high. It's right here, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And notice what happened after you receive power. Then you become what? A witness unto me both in Jerusalem. So it behooves, it behooves you and I, brothers and sisters, from this text to have somewhat power. Are you with me? Power liberates you to be a witness. How many of you would agree that you need some boldness to be a witness? Yes, you need some boldness to be a witness. <laughs> especially in these last days are you with me the devil will will circle you and try to shut you down are you with me glory be to jesus and you got to realize his plan amen and so it's important that you and i remain empowered so we can effectively witness the word witness though uh, uh it uh, uh, it, it, it describes one who has seen and experienced something or someone who testifies to what they saw. Amen? The, 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 the Greek word for witness, and I hate to, uh, anyhow, the Greek word for witness is, is martus, M-A-R-T-U-S, and that's, we get, that's where we get our English word matter. Amen? 
martyrs that's where we get the english word martyr so a witness sometimes they die for what they believe hmm? so a witness is not only someone who testifies of what they saw or experienced but a witness is also somebody who would die for what they believe and experience and that's what happened to the 12 apostles amen many of them died because they really they were experienced christ you couldn't take that away from them you could take their life but you cannot take away christ the bible says be afraid i think in john 5 44 you don't have to turn there it says you can be af don't be afraid of those who cannot do what that's it you don't be afraid of those who can kill the body but they cannot do what they cannot touch the soul they cannot touch your soul they may be able to touch your flesh they may be able to mess with your house, if I can use that word colloquially, sorry. They may be able to do that, but they cannot touch your spirit. Because our spirit is sealed by God. That is the real you. And that's what matters. Are you with me? And so as a witness, you got to know that. There's some things the Bible says here. It says here, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be. You shall be what? Shall be. That phrase is important. Shall be here is used to express what will likely happen in the future. Which means that they had not been, they were not witnesses. Would it be safe to say that? At the time Jesus told them here to be witnesses. Would it be safe to say at the time they were not witnesses? Because he said you shall be sometime in the future. When you are empowered. Lord have mercy. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? Now, there is no problem in, I've seen people got saved, the caught on fire. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. Glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes, ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. You know, there are some Christians who are so deep and would not witness to one person wouldn't share their faith with anybody because they are so deep but you find somebody who just got saved a novice are you with me i get what i'm saying ignorant with respect to the entire counsel of god but they have an experience with god and they witness to anything that move i'll take that the knowledge on ice oh glory be to jesus oh glory be to jesus amen there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with knowledge it just should not be on ice glory be to jesus ah glory i wish somebody soul would burning in the holy ghost god told the saints in revelation chapter the saints in laodicea revelation chapter 4 he said i wish you were hot or cold because if you're hot you can make tea some coffee and bless somebody if you are cold you can quench your thirst but you are lukewarm you are neither hot nor cold and he said look i will spew you out of my mouth meaning you make me sick are you getting what i'm saying brothers and sisters by the way the topic of my sermon is jesus is looking for true witnesses jesus is looking for true witnesses how many of you brothers and sisters would agree we need some witnesses we need some witnesses to come alive today come alive today amen we need bold men and women to stand up and share their faith 
Everybody is expressing themselves some way, somehow. We need to express ourselves. Amen? And not back down. But brothers and sisters, as I said, there comes a time when we ought to spend some time. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.20, 1 Peter 2.2, it says, uh, and what Peter is doing is giving us the road to becoming a witness. So we should heed his advice. It says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Hmm? 1 Peter 2.2. 2. As newborn babes, what should you do as babies? You should desire. God cannot do that for you. A preacher cannot do that for you. You have to desire the sincere milk. Sincere milk here means sound doctrine. Rooted and grounded in good word. Amen. Not fluff. You don't want opinions. Amen. We want sound doctrine. Whole doctrine. Healthy doctrine. Healthy teaching. It may be tight, but it's right. So we can go home and chew on it. Amen. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, the Bible says we should work out our salvation. With fear and trembling, you should be working what's in you out. And the problem is, if you haven't put anything in, you cannot work anything out. Anyhow, glory be to Jesus. So as newborn babes, we should desire the sincere milk of the word. And you see, you see that that's what was happening with, the, with, with, the, um, with Jesus' disciples. They stayed in the word. They went to the temple every day, every hour, getting the word. Because back then, there was the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament. But it was not yet uh, written for public consumption. Amen. So it was only read in the synagogue and they would go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, listening to the word of God read. We see it. We saw it in their lives. Amen. So uh, we should desire the sincere milk of the word. One of the very, one of, one of the saddest scriptures in Hebrews is taken from Hebrews chapter 5. The saints, uh, um, Paul told them, for when the time you are to be teachers... Because they had not desired the sincere milk of the world. The sincere milk of the word, sorry. Paul told them in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 to 13. He said, for when you ought to be teachers. That's what he said. Yeah. For when for the time, yeah, you ought to be teachers. You have need of what? You have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. What were you doing? Mm? what were you doing it means you were not prioritizing let me let me say that again we were not because i gotta put myself in it we were not prioritizing brothers and sisters there's going to come a day when in heaven when you're going to remember me you're going to remember me saying read every day you're going to remember me saying if it's better to read and feed your mind and miss a meal you get what I'm saying? You miss a meal if you have to, but you don't miss feeding your mind. Oh God, we give you praise. Glory be to Jesus. So he said, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk 
are not of strong meat since God forbid that said about us. Many of us have been saved for years. Amen. And if you, if that's where you are, I'm asking you brothers and sisters, spend some time reading the Bible every day. It'll help. Amen. Verse 13 says, For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he's a babe. Or she's a babe. Amen. Someone asked, why aren't churches growing as should? Why aren't churches growing as should? And the answer... <laughs> Is that many of us, we don't boldly share our faith. Very simple. And the reason we don't share our faith is because we are afraid. The reason we don't share our faith is maybe because we are not witnesses as we ought to be. Peter is here telling them, and let me tell you brothers and sisters, when man, I tell you your life doesn't matter to you at the time when the Holy Spirit, because God can take care of you. When you're endued with power from on high, the Bible says you should not be afraid and not be concerned of what you should say because God will give you what to say in that very moment. When you are in the field ministering the gospel, not before you preach every Sunday morning, a preacher should take time to prepare. Are you with me? Glory be to Jesus. Take time to prepare to come preach. But if you are in the field out there witnessing and ministering, the Bible says the Holy Spirit is going to empower you and give you what you should say at the time. And sometimes you speak so boldly to people, it's like, whoa, my life doesn't even matter. And that's what we see happening here with the disciples. Empowered by God. Speaking on behalf of God. Since we have to start somewhere, we should not wait until we know know it all before we start sharing our faith amen we have to start doing it now we'll do what we have to do later this morning i am here hunting for some witnesses we need witnesses we are the imitators of god amen and we should represent god uh, an old preacher from yesteryear william barclay says this about witnesses he said witnesses are essentially people who speak from first-hand knowledge yeah, he said witnesses are people who speak from where? First-hand knowledge. Amen. They know from personal experience that what they say is true and it is impossible to stop people like that. They are fully persuaded. Are you with me? They are what? Fully persuaded. It is impossible to stop people like that. You cannot stop people who are fully persuaded. The Apostle Paul was fully persuaded. People who have strong feelings of what they believe. You ask, you ask, how do people get strong feelings? I don't know. But some people, they just give it everything. Others just stay on the edge. And they blame their parents. They blame their upbringing. They blame everything. And the Bible says in Philippians 4.13, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Well, I you get what I'm saying, saints? I don't know. Paul, the Bible says Paul was going down to Damascus. He heard there were Christians in Damascus. And the Bible says while he was on his, while he was going down to Damascus, on his, he had a horse or a donkey. A beast. <laughs> The Bible says he was breathing. What was he doing? Breathing threats. That tells you how strong he felt. Saying those Christians, I'm going to get them today. Yes. Some, I'm going to spill some blood today. 
going down on his base. And God looked from heaven and said, hey, there's my man. That's who the boy, that's my boy. That is who I'm looking for. Breathing threats against Christians. God said, that's my boy. Are you getting what I'm saying? And God said, I'm going to recruit him. Lord have mercy. How many of you would recruit somebody like Paul? Yes. He has strong feelings. Paul is fully persuaded. He's one of those guys when he's in, he's all in. Oh Lord have mercy. And God said, this is the man I need to use to spread Christianity, especially to the Gentiles. Somebody who has strong feelings. Somebody who's fully persuaded. But this is what I know. If you're not there, you can get there. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick. Quick means it's alive. If you are dead, it's because you have no word in you. I am not, and, and I'm not, look, I'm not a being up. Look, I am not going to apologize for saying that. Because I know once I was dead. Now you get what I'm saying? If you are dead, if you feel lifeless as a Christian, it's because you have no word of God in you. And you can know if you are lifeless or dead. If you cannot give four, if you cannot give me ten scripture verses, book, chapter, and verse, brother, sister, you are dead. But going to heaven anyhow, it may be, listen to me, it may be right, it may be tight, but it is right. You know why a preacher watched me in my face and told me so? He said, you are dead. But going to heaven anyhow. I said, what do you mean? I took offense. I was mad. Lord have mercy. And he walked away. And I said, what do you, what do you mean? He said, you give me 10 scripture verses, book, chapter, and verse. And all of a sudden, I started saying, ah, ah. He said, that's not English. Yeah, that's what he said to me. Oh, that hit me like, that hit me. I, it's, it's like a lightning bolt fell over me. But I needed to hear that. So I could stop being lukewarm. And indecisive. And get on with the game. God is depending on us. Your pulpit is your job. That's your pulpit. Let me say that. Your pulpit is your job. You should be walking around telling, looking for somebody who's broken down saying you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can tell them that. It will spark, it will spark a conversation. Even if they say something bad. But you can at least try to start something. And I'm telling you why churches are not growing. It's because we expect God. I, I don't know. Most churches think that a preacher is like a hired gun. And he does all the praying. All the fasting. All the witnessing. Are you with me? And then they send him a paycheck. And they say, Pastor, you do that. As for me and my house, that's not for us to do. You cannot abdicate your responsibility. It's called dereliction of duty. Christians are derelict in witnessing. I'm here hunting for a witness. I'm hunting for a witness. The time is coming and people are dying. And we get, we get so consumed with our business and our life. So consumed. We forget God is depending on us. To change a generation. And God said to me. He changed my sermon. He said talk about. I'm looking for true witnesses. And he's out there today brothers and sisters. Looking for what? True witnesses. He's looking for what? True witnesses. That's what he's looking for. Amen. And I'm, I'm, I'm in my heart. I'm in, in, you know in my heart brothers and sisters. I'm believing God. When you live here today. You'll understand what I'm saying. 
Believers are not spectators but witnesses. We shouldn't be in the grandstand. We should be out there. Amen. And I'm not talking about going on the roadside. Amen. And witnessing. If that's your gift to do that. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about knocking from knocking door to door. I remember when the church, when we began, when we started initially, Elder Shepherd and I used to go to um, uh, Southwood. And we used to knock on doors. <laughs> we used to knock on doors. And Lord have mercy, people were so aggressive and disrespectful. The devil has, he has, he's, he's strategic out there. He strategically position themselves in people's lives with thoughts and ways of thinking uh, thinking and they're hostile towards Christianity you can feel the hostility and I understand when I understand why some of us now some of us can be a little uh, intimidated and shy because of the hostility you hear it and you, you hear it uh, but when it comes for the Muslims oh yeah do whatever you want oh yeah yes sir when it comes to the Muslims yeah do but Christianity oh no but that's why you got to be bold with it because you got power. Don't stay silent, brothers and sisters. You got to open your mouth and say some things because I guarantee you, if you open your mouth, that devil will back down. If you open your mouth, I said that too fast. If you open your mouth, that devil is going to back down all the way down to hell. Are you with me? Because God has given you power over the enemy. Glory be to Jesus. Oh Lord, I give you praise. Yes, he has to. God is depending on imitators of God ministries to share their faith. We need to start sharing our faith and stop getting, stop, stop getting carried away by circumstances and feelings and thoughts and problems and money. And And we forget that. If you as a Christian know your workplace is your pulpit, you'll behave differently. It's because you do not know and you do not know that you that that's your pulpit and you have everybody around you hating you because of your attitude. You've messed up your you've messed up your pulpit. Some of us need to go and ask, say, I'm sorry, I messed up. And I'll be light one more time. Be light one more time. I, God is looking for true witnesses. God couldn't find one witness in the church. He had to go out of the church and choose Paul. Because the Christians were not alive. They were not fully persuaded. They were not bold with it. And God said, here's my man. He's about to kill Christians, but he's my man anyhow. And God said, I'm going to recruit him. The good Lord using tools that we cannot use to recruit. Amen. Amen. What did God do? What did God do? What, what happened? A light came from heaven. Struck him from his beast. Rubbed his face in the dirt. Lord have mercy. Now that's a good recruiting tool. I wish I had that tool to recruit. Glory be to God. Lord have mercy. Oh my goodness. That church would be full. Bless God. Fire! <laughs> Any... <laughs> That's a powerful recruiting tool, Lord. You see, the good Lord can do that. When you are God, you can do that. Amen. Glory. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Paul was traumatized for three days. He could <laughs> Paul couldn't eat three days. I, I no, I don't want no water. 
they said he they said he must be a vegetarian let's bring him <laughs> let's bring him what's that kind of whopper you like the impossible whopper <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Paul said, I don't need that e either. <laughs> Paul wouldn't drink a Coke, no fries, nothing. Traumatized. When you are the Lord God, you can do that. Paul said, I need to go and find out what happened. Took off to Arabia. I get what I'm saying, saints. All I'm saying, brothers and sisters, this is what I'm saying. God is, <laughs> God is depending on you and I to start sharing our faith. Amen. Who else can He use? Many of us are fully persuaded. We've had we've had experience upon experience, and you don't have to go out there. Do like me every day. But when I leave the house, I said, Father, there is somebody out there who needs a word. Send them my way. Yes, send them my way. I'm on my way downtown to do a few things on, for the church. Send them my way. I may be in line. The person behind me or in front of me may need to know. Are you with me? Here, my pulpit is not here. It's everywhere I, everywhere I go. We just see it. Everywhere I go. Everywhere. I... Oh, Jesus is mine. He doesn't want you to keep him for yourself. Share him. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Yes, Lord, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Share him. Somebody needs a word from the Lord. The world is dying. Somebody needs hope out there. And you carry the hope of eternal life. You carry God. I, 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 are you, are you, do, do you ever thought and think about, stop and think about that? You carry God. Oh, God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Let me let me jump over. Uh, and, um, um, I told you I'm not going to be long, but 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 I need to I need to read this. What I'm going to do is jump over to um, chapters eight, nine, and ten. But before I do, let me say that since I said before that uh, what's wrong with the average church is that oh let's say our church. You know you cannot talk about everybody. It's good to, good to talk about yourself. Amen. And, and is that we need to share our faith more. Many of us think that we have really served. Unfortunately, you know, if it comes, you know, if we come to church faithfully and, you know, we live good, clean lives and, you know, we teach in the church, teach church school, we sing in the choir, rehearsal team, you know, we, we bless the Lord, give the Lord a portion of what He's blessed us. We think that we are doing the right thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Amen? There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we feel proud. I remember growing up, I felt proud about that, you know. Amen? You know, I made it early to church school. It was my goal to make it early to church school. I was there. I was there for Wednesday night Bible study, Tuesday night, glory be to Jesus, prayer meeting and bless the Lord. I, I never missed. I, I made it my duty to be at church and do what I had to do. But I'll tell you what, brothers and sisters, unless we are vitally interested in personally, and you hear me very carefully, okay? And you hear me, I am not here to condemn anybody, but I'm going to make a point here unless you are personally sharing Jesus Christ then brothers and sisters I hate to tell you that we are not right with God 
Let me say that again. Let me say that again. Yes, we are doing what we are supposed to do at, at church. We are coming to church school. Bible studies, prayer meeting, and doing what we have to do at the church. But if you are not personally invested in sharing Christ, then we are not right with God. Please take time to meditate on the Word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496. Good day to our listeners. I am Satara Wallace. We have Pastor Emmanuel Williams with us from Imitators of God Ministry who comes on the air weekly Thursday at 12 noon. Before we talk about our projects today, we want to thank our listeners who have contacted us in the past and have expressed their appreciation for the programs that we present. Welcome back, Pastor Emmanuel Williams. Yes, thank you for having me back. I am so excited to be here this morning. Initially, you mentioned thanking those who listen to us, contacting us. I am so appreciative of that. I'm so grateful. We have quite a few people who have called and they've written and it serves really as a source of encouragement because sometimes, you know, you do things and you want to measure progress. This is one of the ways that confirms that you're making an impact and, um, a way to measure progress. So those of you who are listening and those of you who contacted us, I want to say thank you so much. Continue to do so because it serves as an encouragement to us. That is awesome. Yes. I, I remember you also mentioned it to me that you have indeed had visitors who have come to the church as well. Yes, yes. Uh, visitors, Dave, because of the program. Because of the program. They came and visited and enjoyed it. And thank you all so much. Uh, as I said, it's really an encouragement to us. Well, a lot has been going on at Imitators of God Ministries, Pastor. Tell us a little bit about those phenomenal things that are going on. Before I do get into these things, because we are a community-based church, the reason for this particular program is, again, to reach out to the community, to ask for the community's help 
we are asking the community to help us acquire our first building that will house Imitators of God Ministries. Awesome. God awesome. is a wonderful God. And uh, you know, those of you who are listening for the first time or who've heard this interview in the past, in March of this year, 2019, we entered into our ninth year of ministry. And God has been so good to us. In February this year, after committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, you know, we started February 2011. Yes. After committing this ministry to the Lord in prayer, we started in a small dining room. Wow. We blossomed, went to a, a school, rented a classroom. And then in May of this year, we were presented with the opportunity to purchase our own building. Bless the Lord. And, and so that is why we're here today. And, and I know we're going to get into the programs that the church offers to the community, but I want to put that net before the community. Those of you who are listening, the Bible says if you don't ask, you don't receive. I just want to encourage our listeners. We would agree all that Pastor Emmanuel has been such a blessing on this broadcast, and we want to encourage you to go ahead and begin to make your donations and go to www.justincampaign.com. Again, that is www dot justincampaign.com If you choose to give by check, please make all your checks payable to Imitators of God Ministries and you can mail that check to 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida 32311 and we'll give that address again and periodically we'll give you the website as well. So going forward, Pastor Emmanuel, you have some phenomenal programs for the youth, and one of them is the mentoring programs. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Certainly, at our church, God has blessed us with um, uh, individuals who are who've been out there in the community, sorry, working and helping the youth. And at the church, we have two mentoring programs. Um, we have the Boy Scout and Troop Seventy Seven, and we have another program called Tag T A G. It means together achieving greatness. Wow. And these are mature people who've gotten help themselves in the past and they know the importance of mentoring the youth at our church. So we have these two programs targeted to help the youth, you know, go through the maze. <laughs> yes. You know, in this society. I remember that last year you started the health prevention services. The health prevention services, we, again, at the church, we have qualified. Professionals. Pe- professionals. Yeah. I was about to say nurses. I'm sorry. That's Nurse, okay. Yeah, we That's do have okay. a lot of nurses. God has blessed us, thank God, for <laughs> quite a few um, nurses and also professionals who've worked. My wife, she's worked uh, at the Leon County Health Department. So uh, God has really blessed us with people who can do that. And so we launched the Health uh, Prevention Services Initiative. And what it does, it provides a wide, a wide range of prevention, education, and awareness services. You know, the church is a strong advocate for the fight against AIDS and other chronic diseases and has conducted educational health seminars to address these concerns. And it's necessary in our community. It is. It is. And the thing is, it's in the church and um, it's in most churches. And that's why we decided to ensure that we can serve people in that area. It's needed. It's definitely needed. I know your newest community project is your psychosocial group, which offers anger management and is facilitated by your licensed clinical social worker staff who are also in the church. I understand you have at least three or four counselors that are already there. 
What are y'all planning to do there? Yeah, what we're planning to do is expand the psychosocial group to offer substance abuse classes in 2020. Awesome. You know, God has been good to us, and that's why we are reaching out to the community. All these services, all these services are done at the church. Um, 47 feet, the Capital Circle, Southeast, uh, Tallahassee, Florida, 3 to 3. One one is our address, and um, that's why reaching out. Those of you who've listened to us in the past, asking for your help, we at first we thought we would have acquired the structure at the end of June, but we got an extension. Yes, we got an extension uh, with the bank, and we'll be closing on September twelfth. And so we're asking everybody who are listening today if you can help support us financially we would really appreciate that i'm going to be honest we need <laughs> we need eighty thousand dollars yes to bring to the table eighty thousand dollars and eighty thousand dollars is a piece of cake for jesus yes it is it's a what a piece, a piece of, cake of cake for jesus for that's jesus. that's 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 not insurmountable no. for god and so and so we're asking those of you can help to do so I believe it's a done deal. I believe the it's Bible done. says, you know, ask and you shall receive, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're doing here. Somebody out there can help, whether it's you or you know somebody who can give or loan the funds to us. That would be so wonderful. Exactly, and by we, and by doing that, we say each one reach one. You tell somebody else. Yes, and and so we want to go to www.just10campaign.com. I noticed also that you had um, you have money management, you have health prevention services, you have other projects going on in Thanksgiving, giving out needy baskets. One thing that I I remembered that sticks out in my mind are all the people who line up on Saturdays. One thing that sticks out in my mind is all the people that when we drive by on Saturdays that stand out in my mind are the. People coming for food and clothing mm-hmm. on the third of Saturday, every month. The Saturday, yeah, the third Saturday of every month. On the third Saturday of every month, we do have a pantry. We have partnered with Second Harvest and Farm Share, mm-hmm. and we do feed almost 300 people plus on the third Saturday of every month. God has been so good to us. Look, I'll tell you this much. God has implanted a desire in our hearts to fill Leon County and the surrounding counties, the Big Bend area, the state of Florida, and the United States, honestly, (laughs) to serve, uh, uh, just just to fill them with the doctrine of Jesus Christ. And part of the doctrine of Jesus Christ is to feed the poor. Yes. And... um, that's what we are doing. We are out there doing that which the Lord commanded us to do, and it is a blessing to serve in that, in, you know, in that capacity. Honestly, I wish we could do more, but you got to start somewhere. As the Lord blesses, as the Lord blesses, and when we acquire that property, we'll be able to do more. So again, that's why we are reaching out here. We cannot do that without help. We cannot do this without the without community help, yeah. being involved. And so we are asking everybody. To help us in this endeavor. That's awesome. I'm excited for you all. I just want to repeat the contact information. It's www.just10campaign.com. And if you choose to give by check and would like to mail it into the Imitators of God Ministries, please use the address 4750 Capital Circle Southeast, Tallahassee, Florida. 32311 
Wouldn't you all agree what a blessing Pastor Emmanuel is in our community on this broadcast? Thank you so much again for your donations and for contacting us and for showing up in the congregation. We'd just like to encourage you to continue listening every Thursday at 12 noon for this impactful broadcast. I am Satara Wallace here with Pastor Emmanuel Williams with the Imitators of God Ministries. Thank you for listening and have a phenomenal week. Bye-bye.